Hello and welcome to the Pagan Creative Podcast. My name's Beth and thanks for joining me for this short episode for the Festival of Yule or Winter Solstice that we're celebrating here in the Northern Hemisphere at this time. Or perhaps where you are, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, then you might be celebrating the summer solstice at the moment. And if that's the case, then you might also want to check out the episode that we made for that festival earlier this year. But here in Northwestern Europe, it's very definitely winter right now. The trees are bare, the fields are empty, the earth is cold and hard. And it's the wind's voice that we hear more than the birds at the moment. In fact, the wind has been uh, blowing around the house quite strongly all day today. So you may even hear a little bit of that uh, in the background. But we've become accustomed at this time to less daylight hours with late sunrises and early sunsets. The first snows have fallen And many of us have had those joys of scraping the thick frost and ice off a windscreen in the morning or seeing the frost sitting on the roofs of houses all day because the temperatures just don't quite get high enough to melt it. So the Winter Queen is really walking with us now, bringing her gales that can drive that chill right into our bones if we overstay our welcome in her realm. And it'll often find us hurrying inside to get near the fire and to down some hot drinks. And maybe at Yule, those hot drinks are filled with those delicious spices of mulled wine. There's nothing quite like the smell and the warming of mulled wine on a cold winter's night. But we're here in this time of the year that we need to treat with respect. Because while it can be absolutely beautiful and full of things to wonder at. Winter can also be harsh and predatory. It can be like a wild hunter moving through the landscape and seeking out the gaps in our resilience. And in our modern lives, we might go about our day-to-day business without having to really entertain the impact of nature if we choose, even at this time of the year. We have ways to stay warm. We have ways to cool down. But as the climate of the earth is changing, we are seeing more and more extremes. We're seeing more rapid changes. And to be perfectly honest with you, as a menopausal woman, these chaotic shifts in our weather patterns feel very resonant. You know, that change in a woman's body can feel very much like elements at war with each other. But as with menopause, we know that this is a symptom of imbalance. It's a time of transition. And if we don't pay attention and take action, then that imbalance will start to interfere with our ability to function. As we're already seeing in parts of the world, as those extremes wreak havoc with landscapes and wildlife and human settlements, And in the midst of that chaos, however it may be manifesting, whether within us or in our life or in our world, there is the need for a still point, for a steady focus that can act as a compass for us. So as we stand in this moment, 
marking the shortest day and the longest night that happens at the solstice, this point of turning around and reorientating towards the sun and the light and the fullness of summer that will unfold from this point. Let's take some time to think about that new spark of life that is born at this time. That very first step on the journey back towards the light. Because the very first step on any journey is really the idea to make that journey. It's the spark of intent that everything flows and unfolds from. And it's this spark, it's this seed of promise that we feel awaken in the darkness of the winter. And if you look up into a clear night sky at the moment, into that crisp, clean air, you'll see thousands upon thousands of these little sparks of light that are shining out in the darkness and reminding us of our place in the universe. This beautiful planet that we call home that sits here on the edge of the Milky Way, a galaxy more vast than most of us can really conceive of, but is in fact actually just a very tiny area of the universe. And it's always fascinated me how much stars sit in the consciousness of human beings, especially at this time of year. There are so many stories from different traditions in different parts of the world that embrace this symbol of the star as a guiding light, the compass that we need. You know, just like the stars have always been for humans, leading us across land and across sea, they've been our faithful companions as we've gone out into the world and adventured. They've given us focus and direction in the darkness. But how interesting that they are only visible in the darkness. It's a strange irony that we can only truly find our way when we are least able to physically see. But a sailor will shift course and follow the stars with absolute trust to find the way home or to find the way to distant shores. And I think this is really true of us in life too. Sometimes we focus on everything around us that is close to us to try and understand our next step. But we can't see it because there's too much noise and chatter in our minds. There's too much external debate going on. There's so much light that we can see everything. And because we can see everything, we can't see what's truly important. We can't pick out the things that are going to move us in the right direction. But when we find ourselves out in the night, either because we've intentionally gone to our inner cave to reflect in the silence and remove the distractions, or maybe because we're in a winter period of our life where just nothing seems to be growing, no matter how much we try. It always seems to be there in the darkness where our star appears. Whether it's in the form of an idea or an inspiration or whether it comes to us in the form of something external that enters our life. A person, a chance conversation, an opportunity, a door opening, 
yes, of course, we can plan in our lives. We can make things happen in our lives. We can celebrate those achievements and that progress, whatever they are, as we harvest them. But it's these moments in the darkness that are sometimes so long, long waited for. When a spark, a star appears to guide us back to the light. And those are often the moments that feel the most magical. The little miracles that allow hope and joy and encouragement to pour into our hearts and into our lives and ignite something within us, renew us, create possibility and potential for something wonderful to manifest if we open to it and we follow its trail of light into our life. And it's these sparks that feel like life's greatest, brightest gifts given to us with a note that invites us to plant them and nurture them and see what they can grow into. And it's the symbols of these blessings that we see when we look up into a winter sky full of stars, full of suns, because in a galaxy, our galaxy of around 200 billion stars, at least 20 billion of those stars are suns. Even when our own sun is absent in the night, there are all of these suns burning, sending their light out across the vast expanse of space, bringing us that light, even in the depths of winter, reminding us that whatever's going on in our life right now, and there is so much going on in the world right now, so much heaviness, so much conflict, so much suffering, that seems to be happening globally, as well as for us as individuals. And within that, it's sometimes hard to see the light in the world or in our own life. And often when I've been in a place where that has felt overwhelming because there's just so much stuff going on that I can't see the way through it, I will go and stand outside at night and look at the stars and remind myself that we are all together on this planet, that we exist within something that is so much bigger than any one of us as an individual that is so much bigger than any of our ego struggles. And it lets me breathe and it lets me take a different perspective. And I remember that we and this planet are wrapped up in this blanket of stars that surrounds us on every side. And I find that very comforting. I also often find myself thinking about the fact that what I'm looking at in the sky is travelling so far to reach me. The light from many stars it takes about 430 years to reach us. 430 years. And because of that, it means that we could be looking at stars that don't even exist anymore out in space. We're looking at light 
that was put out into the world over 400 years ago. That's in the 1600s. You know, we're looking at history and the passage of time and how a seed of light can travel out beyond the natural life of its origin. Yeah, it gives us a whole new sense of this idea of legacy, doesn't it? But also amazing is the fact that this means that there are stars being born out in space whose light we can't see yet. They're out there burning in the darkness, these suns that are generously sharing their light. And just because we can't see them yet, it doesn't mean that they're not there. It just means that it takes time for that light to reach us and to become visible in our world. Just like those ideas or inspirations that we might receive, those starting points of our journey or the journey of our species or our planet at the moment, all of those journeys begin in the darkness. They all begin in a place where they are invisible to the world. But nevertheless, they are burning. They are an ignited flame that holds that potential that can shine itself into the world over time, just as the light of those hidden stars will eventually reach us. So if there's something in your life that you want to ignite, if there's an intention or an idea that has emerged from the darkness to show itself to you, and is burning in you at this time, then let yourself trust in it. Let it be your guide through the chaos. And if you don't know what you want this coming year, then just be open to the sparks of ideas and insights, to the doors that want to open in your life. Welcome in the gift of Yule and let that new flame of that solstice sun, the solstice star, bring you that renewal and awaken you to all of the new possibilities that lie ahead of you. And perhaps if you have a clear night, then go outside, spend some time with the stars, invite their light to find you and remember how extraordinary our existence here on this living planet is as we move around our own sun and we welcome it back to the earth at this solstice time. So this is what I have for you today, lovely souls. I hope that your Yule flame is burning brightly and strongly and that however you celebrate this time or even whether or not you celebrate this time, I hope that your heart and your home is blessed with warmth and love and light now and throughout the whole of the coming year. And I'll see you in 2024. Bye for now.